JJ Cavan and Sons sponsoring Friday Talk Sport from 6 to 7 on Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM. Right, a very good evening. You're very welcome to our Friday Talk Sport, incorporating a sports special. We're here until half past eight. Plenty of matches on this evening. We'll be keeping you in touch with Len Moore and Greg Ballycallan. We'll have commentary on that. And match reports and James Stevens against Aaron Zone. Donna Magan taking on Thomastown. The Fenians are up against Conaghy Shamrocks. Liz Downey will play Moonkine and Winegap up against Sleeve All those games on this evening at half past six. We'll keep you in touch with them all as they happen. We make a few bob for you as well because Bear Scott will give you a few uh, dead certs coming up in a few moments and uh, Nicky Brennan is going to have a look at the dogs so what could go wrong? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Okay, Bear Scott, how are we doing? Where are we off to t- uh, well, this evening? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what could go wrong is right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two, there's two meetings on Pat, two national meetings, one up north and down right and one down south in Wexford, the Madrid County. I, I give the results from down right first, the few that are over. They started up there at 4.25, and the first race was won by number four, Annie Agnew, 2 to 1. Second was number two, Spinning Web, 5 to 1. And third was number seven, Dr. Nightingale, the 15 to 8 favourite. Number one was a non runner there, and eight ran. The 5 o'clock. Went to number seven, airdrop four to one. Second was number one, Dame Rapide seven to two, and third was number five, Goody Two Shoes the f- five to four on favourite. The five thirty. This was won by number ten, Cave Cave Court the seven to two favourite. Second was number one, Clever Currency ten to one. And third was number six, uh, Black at 125 to 1 and 14 ran there. The five past six is just finishing up there. I can tell you that number eight, Pinion Ye, is the winner. I don't have any SPs there yet, but that that is after winning handy enough. Down Wexford, uh, down south, they started there a little earlier, 415. And the first race was won by number one, Boar Road, 7-1. Second was number seven, The Lovely Man, 11-8 favourite. And third was number three, Good Heavens, 9-4 and 13 ran. 4.50, this was won by number nine, No Show, 14-1. Second was number six, Banada Bridge, 11-1. And third was number eight, The Peshmo, the four to one favourite. The five twenty was won by number four, Bridewell Lad, the eleven to four favourite. Second was number one, our Bobby, seven to two, and third was number eleven, Sea Road Phil at eleven to one and uh, twelve brand there. The five fifty five this went to number one stadium talk. Second was number eight, Silent Approach. And third was number four, Cool Cherry. Didn't get the SPs on that yet, but I can tell you that um, Silent Approach was the favourite and Cool Cherry was a very close second favourite. I think the winner was around a seven to one chance, but 
I'll let you know as we go along. Pinyon Jay was a 94 winner of that race in Down Ryle. The favourite Harley Street was second to Even Money. A number three Charlie's Dilemma was third at 15 to 2. Now we're having a look at the last three races in Wexford. There's only three races left. And uh, they're all chases, I have to say. So they're jumping the big obstacles. The six. 625 uh, chase, novice chase over two and a half miles. Just six runners go here. But a tricky little novice chase, I have to say. The favourite is number three, or was at lunchtime anyway. Uncle Phil at five to two. It was then three to one, number two, Lucky Zebo. Also three to one, uh, number four, Jayu Mashin. It was seven to two, number five, Evernock plays eight to one, number one, IA Connect, and ten, ten to one bar, uh, the outsider that uh, time to, time to Rocco. Uh, it's a tricky race, I have to say. You you couldn't be certain about anything in it. Jayu Mashin number four was probably the best of these over the smaller obstacles, but he's been a bit disappointing. He ran in uh, uh, I think he finished third in the novice chase and he ran well but he didn't jump all that well he was beaten in Galway but that wouldn't be uh, any disgrace and uh, if he could get his jumping right he'd take a lot of beating 3 to 1 to be a nice price about him he might be the danger to the favourite there the 6.55 this is a handicap chase over the same distance 2.5 miles 12 runners down to go. It's wide open, I have to say. Number five at midnight, it is. Was the favourite at lunchtime today at 3 to 1. Not a lot between him and number seven. Search for a mid around 7 to 2. It was 5 to 1, then number eight, Revel was. 6.5 to 1, number one, Downtown Queen. And around the same price, number 10 early arrival. As I said, tricky, tricky race. You could make a case for every horse in this race and they all have a little bit of a chance, I have to say. River Walsh ran a decent race in Killarney just last week and looked like one that's sort of ready to win, but whether he'd be good enough to win this one, I'm not so sure. Number six, which uh, Robin de Glory, which wasn't in the betting at all, wasn't mentioned in the betting, is one that I have a bit of a uh, fancy for it. He's been off the track a while, but had a comeback race uh, a couple of weeks back and uh, it ran nice and open. I, I think, you know, the trip, everything is right for him. I'm not sure what price he is, but I'm sure he'd be 10 to 1 anyway. I think each way he might be the one to be on there. Finally, the 7.25, this is another handicap chase. Uh, this one is over three miles and a furlong. There are 12 runners again down to go. The favourite for this one is number four, William of Wine, uh, Wycam. Then it is uh, six to one, number 10, Rudy Catrail. Seven to one, number seven, Ocean Legacy. Also around seven to one, number 11, Courtin Vicky. Ten to one, number one, Room to Roam. Any price the rest. Again, very, very tricky. Rudy Catrail, the second favourite, has been in really good form recently. A 12-year-old, this fella, tends to go off 
and a mad gallop in front and build up a lead of about 20 lengths in that. And in, in recent races, he actually won one and he's been second in two others and he's going to take a bit of catching again tonight. However, I don't think Wexford is the place where you get away with that kind of tactic to off in front. I think something will catch him. And the one that I think has a very good chance here is number 11, Corton Vicky, our Mr. Barco out there from uh, the Town direction. I think this fella has a bit of a chance. Best farm is in Clonmel, but at 13 to 2, I'd be prepared to chance a little each way bet on Corton Vicky. All right, Bar. We'll talk to you God tomorrow. Bless, okay, thanks, Bar. That's that's Please. Bar Scott there, and uh, Bar looking at the race. And we'll take a break. Championship hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors, and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City for the people, by the people. the Clubhouse Hotel in the centre of Patrick Street. Enjoy our excellent coffee, popular lunches and homemade desserts. Served every day until 9pm. There's a reason why Victor's Bar and Restaurant has remained a firm favourite since the day it opened. Step into the Clubhouse Hotel and experience the welcome that keeps us coming back again and again. Great offers in Abbey slurry tanks and diet feeders from Murphy Machinery, Dublin Road, Kilkenny. There's Bertrew sprayers, Manitou loaders and Heva rollers tube. Don't forget the strength of Alpago for your one-pass power harrow and subsoiler needs. There's Vicon spreaders and bog ball too. Moving a load, call Billy for a Toyota forklift. For parts, there's terrific value in plow tips and boards, diet feeder knives and power harrow tines to suit all brands. Remember, we are open Saturday mornings 9 to 1. Don't miss out. Call today. Murphy Machinery Dublin Road, Kilkenny. Telephone 056 77 Over 55,000 euros cash given out in prize money, and you could be our next winner. Community Radio Kilkenny City split the pot draw. I've got my envelopes. Have you got yours? Support your local shop and trader. JJ Kavanagh's Daily Airport Service sponsors Talk Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, it's uh, 20 past six and uh, we're going to have a look at the Greyhound Racing in James's Park. Here's Nikki Brennan. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Well, it's an 11 race card out on the Freshford Road this evening at the Kilkenny Greyhound Stadium. The first race starts at half past seven. It's to split the pot at Kilkenny Track A8525. And our tip is number five, Susan Hennessy Owen Paul Hennessy trained Doff the Tilby to get the better of number four, Mary Buggies owned Thomas Buggies trained Kilgraney Wild. Second race is the Juvenile Derby from Shelburton Park A4 A5525. We're going for number two, Damien O'Connell, just down the road from us here, trained by Tom Lahey, Vickers Hill Boy, to get the better of number three, Syndicate Care of Jimmy Guinness, Blacksmith Hazel. Race number three, the sales at Kilkenny Track, A3525. We're going for number three, Kilgraney Wise, Rosemary Buggy owned, 
Thomas Buggy trained to get the better of number one. Nicholas Nolan's owned and trained Triangle Hidalgo. Race number four. And it's the first heat of another big stake out there on the Freshford Road tonight. The Jag Building Services and Kilkenny Greyhound Owners and Breeders Derby 525. Now there'll be a healthy €9,000 for the winner of this in a few weeks when that takes place. 3000 for second, 1500 for third and uh, a nice prize down along the line. It's kindly sponsored by Jag Building Services and the KGOBA. In this first heat we're going for number four, Vicky Tanna. It's a syndicate from Kilmore to get the better of number five, a syndicate from Valley Ellen in Goresbridge, trained by Thomas Buggy, Kilinor King. Race number five, heat two of that valuable stake, and we're going for number four, a syndicate care of P. Coffee, trained by Marty Lahey, carried more Logan to get the better of. Number three, John Brosnan and Paul Hines, owned Paul Hennessy trained, Talchin Sid. Race number six, heat three of that valuable stake. We're going for number three. Gavin Johns owned Carl Ramsbottom train, Karen Tuil to get the better of number two. Pat Scully's owned Marty Lahey trained, the Black Swallow. Race number seven is heat four of that valuable stake. And we're going for number five. Philip O'Keefe's owned Michael Donnelly trained, Kilara Roberto to get the better of number three. Brian Murphy and Kathleen Murphy's owned Paul Hennessy trained Priceless Opera Race number 8 is Heat 5 of that valuable stake We're going for number 4 Liam Peacock's owned and trained Bogger Dusty to get the better of number 6 Willie Ramsbottom owned Carl Ramsbottom trained Deadly Crusader Race number 9 Heat 6 of that stake and we're going for number 5 a dog that's won regularly out on the track Syndicate from Kilcullen, trained by Marty Lahey, Delirium Tremens, to get the better of number two. Another dog with plenty of success on the track out there. Number two is Volcano Canelo, Alan MacDonald, owned and trained. Race number ten. Heat seven of that stake, and we're going for number five. Gavin John's owned Carol Ramsbottom, trained. Bromore Cliffs, to get the better of number two. Syndicate from Kilcullen, trained by Niels O'Connell, Kilcolgan Zeus, to come home second. And finally, the last race of the night, the Peter Meany Memorial A3525. And the Peter Meany Memorial ON2 actually starts next Friday night. We're going for number two, Jeremiah Murphy's owned Stephen Dunn trained Mossmore Special to get the better of number six, Thomas Buggies and Colin Dempsey's owned Thomas Buggy trained Kilgrainy Leo. And that's the racing out at the track there tonight. We wish everybody the best of luck. JJ Kavanagh's Daily Airport Service sponsors Talk Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Right, coming up to 26 minutes past uh, 6 o'clock and of course at half past 6 it's a big throw-in here all around Kilkenny and uh, St. Kansas Credit Union Senior Hurling uh, League Round 4 Glenmore against Greg Ballycallan that's out in John Locke Park James Stevens against Aaron Zone it's on in Mockalee Donna Magan uh, taking on Thomastown the Intermediate that's in Tolliher and the Fenians take on Conaghy Shamrocks in Arlingford while Liz Downey will play a Moonkine in St. John's Park and Wine Gap take on Sleebrew in Junior Hurling uh, down in Carrageen but we're heading out to John Locke Park it's Glenmore against Greg Ballycallan Barry Henry 
Hello, Pat. Yeah, welcome to John Locke Park. But Pat, uh, our, our commentator to th- tonight, John Locke Park, is uh, Kieran Muldowney. Both sides are out on the field of play, and maybe Kieran should give it the run in. Kieran with the two teams. There's a lot of changes on the Glenmore team. But back to you, or over to you, Kieran. Yeah, there's a lot of changes on the Glenmore team, uh, Barry. The the reason being that the, the team listed is the one that took the field in round one, not round five, not round three the last day. But anyway, we'll go through it quickly. In goal, number one is uh, Mikey Kerwin. Uh, cornerback is number 13, Sean Duggan. Fullback, number two, Owen Elward. And left cornerback is number five, Kieran Vereker. Uh, number four, Shane Murphy will play at right half-back. Number three, Owen Murphy will play at centre-back. And number 22, Billy Reid, will be left half-back. At midfield, then, it'll be number 15, Shane Doherty, and number six, Richie Hennessy. The half-forward line will be number 19, Cahill Byrne, number 21, Alan Murphy, and number 24, Dean Croke. And then in the full-forward line, you'll have number 10, Ethan Phelan, number 11, Ger Elward, and number 12, Ian Byrne. Uh, Greg Ballycallan, just a little bit more straightforward. Uh, they've won change. Number 20, Jesse Roberts, comes in for number 13, Aaron Brennan. And they line out Kieran Hine in goal, Dara Egan, Connor Flynn, and Stephen Keown in the full back line. Jeff Nary, Tom Dunphy, and Richie Keown in the half back line. At midfield, it's Billy Ryan and Billy O'Neill. Half forward line of Aaron McAvoy, Tommy Ronan, who is the captain in Colin Prendeville. And a full forward line of uh, Sean Ryan, Jesse Roberts, and Ryan Corcoran. We're a few minutes away from throw in. The teams are just going through the final stages of their warm up. And uh, the pitch looks absolutely beautiful. The two teams, the two captains are going up for the toss there now as we speak. Shane Murphy from Glenmore and Tommy Ronan from Greg Valley Callum. And Shane Murphy has won the toss and he has indicated that he is going to play down. Uh, Tommy Ronan has won it actually and they're going to switch around. Uh, Barry, what kind of a match are you looking for? which is Morris Finn conducts the final elements of the toss there a lot of, you've just said it there a lot of will depend on this referee uh, how he lets it go whether he lets it go or not I can't see an awful lot of uh, big problems in that direction if he just lets it go I anticipate a clinical game a good skillful game and Glenmore cock a hoop they've three matches three wins from three matches they can't do any more than that they look impressive here on the field they're turning away they're, uh, their team looks very very uh, solid up the the middle, you know, the lads like uh, uh, Richie Hennessy, their own Murphy, he'll come out to centre half back, there's no doubt about it. Jerry Elward and uh, number 20, 21, uh, uh, Alan Murphy, they're at 11 and 14, but they'll be switching around, and those are the kind of things that might just possibly swing it for Glenmore. Let's see how good Glenmore are. They're very good at win against the Shamrocks, but some lads said, she you'd bet the Shamrocks in the first round of the Championship with a Camogie team. Don't write too much into that, but uh, be that. As I, made, as I said, they can only beat what's in front of them. We're minutes away from the throw off of this. The sun is shining at a mile out the road at about four o'clock. The mother and father of a shower of rain fell. Not a drop fell on John Lockbark, not a drop fell on Callan. That's what's as a result of good living, Kieran. <laughs> it is certainly broken weather, Barry, but at the moment it's beautiful here. The beautiful. sun is shining. It's a real summer's day. The flags are still, and uh, we're both looking forward to a good game. Uh, great right, lads. Um, what I'll do is I'll go to Muckley while uh, you're get, getting ready to get on and uh, James Stevens in their zone and Liam Kelly O'Rourke set the scene. Evening to, evening to you, Pat. We're into the early seconds here in the St. Canisters Credit Junior Senior Hurling League. Aaron Zone have taken an early advantage and are scoreboard leading by a point and no score. News, 
You might be up on high ground, Liam, but we can't hear you. So back to the lads and Callan. And the game is on, and Greg Ballycallan have won the first possession. It's struck in by Billy Ryan, but his shot drops short. Mikey Kerwin in the goal plays it out to Owen Murphy in the centre back position, but Owen can't gather it at the first attempt. Battling away with Tommy Ronan in the centre back position for Glenmore, and Glenmore have won a free, and this is going to be a chance for them to launch their first attack. Looking to take a quick one. Uh, Shane Murphy was looking up for somebody making a run, but it hasn't happened, and they're going to settle now, and Owen Murphy is going to take it. He's about 100 yards out, and if he fancies it, he'd probably get the range although they have been playing these balls into the corner an early chance for Greg Ballycallan Barry Billy Ryan with a shot that just dropped short yeah absolutely you know it looks lively they the looked all both sides look they're uh, playing themselves very well to the uh, game in hand Kieran. Owen Murphy does go for a score but he sends it out to the goalkeeper's left and wide for the first wide of this game we're exactly a minute into it and Kieran Hine in the goal for Greg Ballycallum with their first puck out if he goes long distance stay long he has a huge puck out if he wants he's looking around and there's plenty of movement in front of him he's really taking his time over this one he'd want to be careful and now he drives it down the left hand side down to the left hand forward position towards big Colin Prenderville Prenderville out it hops off his hurl and he's back towards his own defence but he's won the ball and he's tearing up a along the left-hand side. Hand passes it in to Tommy Ronan. Tommy takes a shot from way out on the left-hand wing. It's dropping in and dropping over the bar for an excellent score for Greg Valley Callum. The first score of the game scored by Tommy Ronan. Colin Prenderville was the one who won it in the left-half forward position. He turned, headed down the sideline, hand passed it to uh, Tommy Ronan who drove it straight over the bar. Mikey Kerwin's puck out has been intercepted by Sean Ryan. Sean Ryan is running through, takes a shot off the hurl off his left-hand side, but he has driven that one wide, so it's a wide apiece Greg Ballycallan with one point Glenmore yet to score two minutes into the game Mikey Kerwin's puck out just went awry on him that time his puck outs are normally very very good and he goes long with this one as always happens when a short one goes wrong down the left half forward position battling away for it there is Shane Doherty for Glenmore Glenmore win the ball it's Cahill Byrne who picks it up but he loses out and Billy O'Neill young Billy plays a lovely ball into a one man full forward line for Greg Ballycallan out first to the ball was Jesse Roberts Jesse has been fouled and it's going to be a free in to Greg Bally Callan in the right corner forward position about 30 yards out and uh, Sean Ryan will be their free taker he'll fancy his chances of points in this one about halfway between the goal and the sideline 30 yards out good start by Greg Bally Callan Barry ah, lively yeah and the, the out ball there from the half back line was good it seems to me as if uh, Greg Bally Callan are going to adopt this low ball into their full forward line free there Kieran. and Sean Ryan puts the free straight over the middle of the crossbar and it's two points to no score in favour of Greg Bally Callan with three minutes on the clock Mikey Kerwin switches the hurley switches the ball switches just about everything to waste a little bit of time and he pucks it long down the middle he's looking for Alan Murphy Alan is under this one he'll go up in a forest of hurls it's blocked away by the Greg Ballycallan defence Jeff Nari picks it up the diminutive yet brilliant Nari plays it down to the right corner forward position and out in front of his man is Ryan Corcoran the left handed Corcoran takes a right handed shot from out on the sideline oh, and drills it straight over the bar for an outstanding score brilliant ball out of defence by Jeff Nari down to the right corner forward position and from 50 yards out right on the sideline Ryan Corcoran drills it straight over the bar couple of great scores there Barry oh, by Greg Bally Callan it was absolutely magic and you know the thing is Corcoran expected that Kieran. yeah I could see it straight away 
Mikey Kerwin goes even longer with this one. It's picked up there by Cahill Byrne. Byrne turned through, takes a shot, a low shot, saved in the goal by Kieran Hine. And the rebound is followed up by Alan Murphy, who pulls on it, but it goes across the goal and wide at the far side. Great save from Kieran Hine there, could have undone the, the three points that Greg Ballycallan scored. Good play by Cahill Byrne, who picked it up and tore through, but his shot was well saved, and it's going to be another puck out for Greg Ballycallan. Kieran Hine looking up now as he looks down towards the wing gap end. What do you call this end, Barry? The country end. Yeah. yeah, he's looking down this way and pucks it a mile down towards the full forward line. It won't land far short of the 21 yard line, but picked up by Shane Murphy. Brilliant catch. He plays it out to the left wing here, where Ian Byrne is drifting out the field from his corner forward position. Plays a good ball in towards Gerald Elbert, but it just goes a little bit too high and beats everybody and goes wide at the far side for Glenn Moore's third wide of the game. Another puck out for Kieran Hine as Greg Ballycallan lead by three points to no score, four and a half minutes on the clock. They will be delighted with this start. Then more yet to settle, they're not playing as well as they have played up to now, but it's early stages. Hine goes out to the left hand side where he went early on, out towards Colin Prenderville. It's not kept in play there as it headed out towards the sideline. Pulled on by Glenn Moore, brilliant play. Alan Murphy picks it up in the centre forward position, goes onto his right hand side, plays it down into the corner. Connor Flynn is out in front of Ger Elbert, wins the ball and tries to come out with it. Hand passes it out to Jeff Nary on the far side, and it's a uh, Billy O'Neill who picks it up now. Colin Prenderville heads down the left wing. He's in the middle of the field and he wins a free right between the two 65s. A free for Greg Ballycallan on the left-hand side. And they have started really well. They're tearing into it. Sean Ryan, uh, after a little bit of hesitancy, has decided to make the journey all the way over to take this free on the far side. It's going to be a good distance out. He's actually his own side of the 65-yard line. And it's back even farther because the referee was playing advantage. He's back in his own 50-yard line now. Long distance free, Barry, this will test him. Absolutely. Prenderville is impressing me. Prenderville has been playing as a, as a leader of, of the uh, attack at 11. And I noticed that he's been playing on the wing out the far side. And he's won the last two balls that came up to him. Up to you, Kieran. Kieran Vereker wins the ball in the left corner back position for Glenmore. He's dispossessed, but he's supported in there by Owen Murphy. Owen looks up, plays a short one across, and Glenmore work it out brilliantly and play it out to the far side, out into space. But that space is occupied by Greg Ballycallan's Richie Keown, the left half back, plays it down along the left hand sideline, down to that man Prenderville again. This time it's knocked away by Shane Murphy and it's out over the line for a line ball. Okay, lads, we're going to head off down the country and uh, to more high ground, and it's Donna Magan against Thomastown in Call her Richie Power. Richie? Uh, sorry, Pat. Yeah. There was a bit of controversy here. I, I had, I, it was actually after writing it down, it was a free for Dunhamagan and John Fitzpatrick stood over it. And it uh, looks like now that I, I did go wide, even though the, the white flag is after going up. But we're six minutes into this game, Pat, and it's Dunhamagan 1-2. Um, Thomas down uh, one point. Dunhamagan have made the better start and have hold very well in this first six, seven minutes, getting in brilliant diagonal ball into the full foul line. And uh, Darrell Fitz got the first point from play, and then Dennis Welsh, he, he controlled the ball brilliantly in the air, brought it down, and told him to put it over the bar, put him two points to uh, to no score up. Robbie Donnelly with a three at the third minute, made it two points to one. And then then um, Joe Fitz, number 12 for Dunhamagan, won a ball out between the half ball line and the midfield, and hit a long ball in, it looked like that it might get over the bar. But um, 
it, it dropped short and Andy Hickey was on, on, on hand to tap it to the net so that made it 1-2 to, to a point and that's what it's saying uh, at that point has been disallowed so after 7 minutes it's done a magnum 1-2 Thomas down a pint Thanks Richie and uh, back out to John Locke Park Bally Callan still ahead lads yeah, Greg Bellicall is still leading three points to no score past was uh, just short of eight minutes gone, but then more of a transfer there for score. Alan Murphy standing over a free in the left corner forward position. He's on the 21-yard line. The angle is tight enough, but he'll fancy his chances of getting this one. And indeed, he does. He slaps it straight over the bar without any even buyer leave. He drives it straight over. That's their first score of the game. Greg Bellicall in three points, then more a point. Eight minutes gone. Kieran Hine pops it out down along this right-hand side under us here. And well won by Billy Reid, a great high catch in the air, plays it up the wing. Cahill Byrne is going to take on his man and run with the ball. He loses possession though and the ball has just drifted out over the sideline. It's going to be a line ball to Greg Valley Callan just inside their own 65-yard line. And uh, it looks like uh, this one is going to be taken by right half-back who is uh, Jeff Nary. And he leaves it to number nine, Billy O'Neill. Billy O'Neill hits it, right-handed, blocked in there by Shane Doherty. A scrum for the ball with nobody taking position, but Cahill Byrne does take position. He's hooped. Played up along the wing again, and again it's gone out over the line, and it's going to be a line ball. This time it's going to be to Glenn Moore. Ian Byrne standing over the ball, looking for the quick one, but uh, Jeff Nair is making sure that that won't happen, as is Dara Egan. The two of them are standing there, making sure that it doesn't happen. And again, there's a bit of confusion. Morris Flynn interjects himself into it, and uh, it looks like Morris is actually going to help it. Indeed it is, a hot ball, on the great Ballycallum 50 yard line, 8 or 10 players in around the ball and obviously nobody able to take clean possession as normally happens with a hot ball, scrimmage still going on, nobody going to take possession and it's picked up there by Ian Byrne and he is uh, the victim of a frontal charge and wins a free for Glenmore. 50 yards out right on this left hand sideline here almost on the line itself a tough one for Alan Murphy but it'll give him a chance to reduce this gap back to the minimum as Greg Ballycallan lead by 3 points to 1 with 10 minutes gone in the match Alan Murphy with that lovely style standing over the ball lines himself up he could do with this one just to settle the nerves because Glenmore haven't started all that well he lifts and he strikes and he drills it straight over the black spot a brilliant strike by Alan Murphy that is deadly on those frees Barry absolutely but at the moment you'd have to concede uh, Kieran that Greg are the better team Greg are the better team so and far really they're doing all better. the hurling Tommy Ronan on the right hand wing picks up the ball from Kieran Hines puck out and he drives it straight in and straight over the bar for the third score for Greg Ballycallan from a very very tight angle their fourth point in total and they lead by four points to two after ten and a half minutes Mikey Kerwin goes short with the puck out out to Kieran Verriker Kieran Verriker hand passes it straight out over the sideline and concedes another line ball to Greg Ballycallan just short of the 50 yard line Billy Ryan takes a quick one back to Ryan Corcoran Ryan Corcoran and gives it to Billy Ryan Billy can't control it and the ball goes out over the line for you guessed it a line ball how many has that Barry? there's <laughs> about 4 million line balls so far <laughs> yeah, absolutely this one is going to be taken right under us here by Greg Billy Reid Greg are hurling the better Kieran aren't they? they are they're doing the better thinking the faster hurling and yet there's only 2 points in it played forward picked up in there by Billy Ryan sweeping back around his own centre back position breaks out with the ball in his hurl 3 Glenmore lads after him he's got an advantage he plays down into the forwards 
and it's picked up there by number two who is Owen Elbert for uh, for Glenmore he plays it out to Owen Murphy Owen Murphy hand passes it across to the far side to Shawnee Duggan and Shawnee Duggan plays it up along the wing picked up there by Alan Murphy in the centre forward position he drifts across to the far side he's tackled high around the neck by Billy Ryan Billy will do well to avoid a card here on Morris Flynn just has the hands out it looks like it's a bit of a warning but a high tackle up around the head and this free is from straight in front of the goal just outside the 50 yard line as, as Alan Murphy looks at it High tackle Barry Oh yes indeed yeah Merritt says uh, well to be fair though to Morris Flynn he could have done he could have done more uh, he could have handled that even more advantageously to Greg Bally Callum by giving Billy or to Glenmore by giving Billy Ryan a point a yellow card. He didn't. And he's using his common sense. It was the right thing to do. Billy Ryan didn't do it on purpose or anything like that. Ball over the bar here on. Yeah, Alan Murphy's just pointed his third free to narrow the gap back to the minimum. Four okay, points. lads, uh, we're going to head off up to Arlingford and uh, it's the Fenians against uh, Conaghy Shamrocks and uh, Conor Brennan. Well, Pat, yeah, we're about 13 minutes into the game there now, and Conhe well on top of the ball, Pat, leading 1-7 to Fenian's four points. The goal coming from James Bergen, real well-worked goal. He won, won the ball 30 yards out, found space, soloed right through, and off his left-hand side, off his hurl, uh, buried it in the back of the net. And it's really, it's been all Conaghy at the moment. They're doing all the hurling. Now, um, initially, Fenians were playing with uh, an extra defender, and really it wasn't any, doing any benefit to them at all at all. Um, Owen Cal centre back for Connie was, was cleaning up sweeping ball very handily there and uh, now they've reverted back to six, six straight forwards with two, three in the full forward line and uh, we'll see if we make amends but there's a lot of ground to make up Pat we're getting near the halfway point of the first half it's Connie leading at the moment and now they've increased the lead it's now Connie Shamrock's 1-8 to Fenian's 4 points OK thanks Connor. back to John Locke Park Yes, seventeen, uh, thirteen minutes gone here, Pat, and it's four points to three in favour of Greg Ballycallan. Glenmore do have a sixty-five. Gerald would made a dangerous run in along the end line from the right corner back position, but Connor Flynn uh, flicked it off his horn out for a sixty-five, and this is a chance for Glenmore to level. Glenmore yet to score from play, Barry. Would you be worried about that? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I was just saying that uh, their t- full forward line uh, are not getting any change whatsoever over the Greg Ballycallan full back line. Derry and Connor Flynn particularly, he's got the major Jerry Elwood so far now to be fair Elwood isn't getting an awful lot of good ball but whatever's going in there Flynn is sweeping it he is Conor Flynn a huge man and he's playing well there at the, at the back at the moment Alan Murphy lines up this 65 with a chance to level the scores he settles himself and uh, as normal he takes his time over the free never rushed lovely style about taking a free and he bends lifts and strikes and Kieran Hine is looking straight up which indicates to me that the ball has gone over the bar and indeed it is it's four points apiece here all square as we just about tick over the halfway mark of this first half Hine with a puck out for Greg Belly Callan again he aims for Colin Prelleville he can't take it this time he just drops it he was out in front but dropped it Alan Murphy picks it up for Glenmore but Colin Prelleville has blocked him and the ball has gone out over the sideline this is going to be a sideline ball to Glenmore on their own 65 it's going to be taken over there by Shane Murphy. Shane, who was part of the extended Kilkenny panel this year, having a fine season for his club. Somebody who will obviously be looking to jump onto the panel and who knows, maybe even onto the team next year. His nine ball is cut out by the Greg Valley Cannon defence, drilled into their forwards, but Owen Murphy picks it up. He seems to be a magnet to the ball. Plays a short one to Shane Murphy. Shane goes long and switches it across to this far side here. Gerard Elbert is in the left corner forward position, picks it up and hits the ball left-handed and drives it straight over the bar. An excellent score by Gerard 
Barry Redworth. He has no thoughts about doing anything else other than slapping that one over the bar. And amazingly, Barry Glenmore take the lead. Absolutely, but amazingly too, that's their first point from play, isn't it? First point from play, but an excellent score it was. Brilliant okay, score. lads, uh, we're heading off down to Tolliher, and uh, it's uh, the game between Donna Magan and Thomastown and Richie Power. Yeah, Pat, what, 16, 17 minutes gone here in, in Tullaher, and it's 1-2 uh, to Dunhamagan, 5 points to Thomastown. The last time you were with me, I know it, Dunhamagan were doing all the hurling, and uh, but Thomastown have worked their way into the game now, and I have to say that conditions, Pat, are very poor. There was an absolute deluge of rain just before the ball was thrown in here, and uh, very, very heavy the ground. So in fairness to players, you know, you have wet conditions, and you have a, a wet ball and a wet underfoot conditions. But Dunhamagan are just... They're giving away the freeze, and it's all about Robbie Donnelly here, uh, Pat, in the first half for Thomastown. He has got all their scores. One, two, three, four, five from freeze and one from play after 16 minutes. And they're gone, they're, they're gone a pint up. It's actually the, the Thomastown now are six, six points and the Magnum one, two after 17 minutes. Okay, thanks, Richie. And uh, the Aaron Zone are eight points. James Stevens, five. Back to John Locke Park. Yeah, Glenmore five points, Greg Ballycullen four points, and it's 16 and a half minutes gone. We got a line ball on the far side, and this one will be to Greg Ballycullen on the left hand side as they shoot down towards the country end here in Callan. It's going to be taken by Billy Ryan, Billy the county man, taking his time walking over. He took a line ball earlier on and got a good connection on it. Uh, Glenmore just had a chance there earlier on to extend their lead, but Cahill Burns' shot went wide from out on the left-hand side here after good play by Alan Murphy. Alan having a very, very influential game here as he did the last day. Billy Ryan with another excellent ball has switched to the cross here to this right-hand side. Picked up by number 10, Aaron McAvoy. Aaron goes one way, goes the other, and then he's tripped almost accidentally, I'd say, by Billy Reid, but he was tripped nonetheless, and it's going to be a free-in. Uh, it was Shane Murphy, actually, who tripped him. It's going to be a free to Greg Ballycallan. This will give them a chance to level the scores with 17 and a half minutes gone. Kieran, Sean Rain will take the free. Sorry. Kieran, Glenmore have four wides on the scoreboard. I don't think Greg have any wide on the scoreboard. Yeah, Greg have dropped a couple of shots short, but you're right, they haven't had a wide just yet as Sean Rain hits this free and hits it straight over the bar and we're all square again. 18 minutes gone here in Callan and it's Greg Ballycallan five points, Glenmore five points. Mikey Kerwin in the goal for Greg Ballycallan. Pucks it and pucks it long down along this left-hand side here looking for Alan Murphy again. Alan's going to be on the break this time but it's picked up by Shane Doherty. The diminutive Doherty tries to break forward. He's fouled and it's going to be another free. Soft enough here. It was it? very soft. Barry, I don't like saying it, but it was a very, very soft. And this is going to give Glenmore a chance to go back into the lead. A game dominated by freezing line balls so far, with very little open hurling. The bit of hurling that we have had has been quite good, but it's, a, it's punctured Barry by a lot of break, breaks and plays. It? it lacks a bit of fire, Kieran. Mm. There's no, you know what I mean. If you were to appraise it uh, from one to ten, you'd have to say somewhere around six. <laughs> okay, lads, uh, we're going junior hurling now, and it's wine gap against Sleeve Rue. It's on down in Carrigeen. Jimmy Walsh is there. Jimmy. Yeah, the match has just gone uh, 15 minutes into play. We had, um, it was trenchy rain early on, but slowly bright evening now. Um, Sleeve Rue are first out of the blocks with um, a point for Paul Rocket from a free. Um, wine gap level then went a point ahead, and um, they've been. Level on four occasions uh, so far up to 15 minutes at, four, at uh, two points piece, three points piece, and four points piece. Uh, it's uh, an even enough game, and uh, Pat Dunphy's refereeing it. And uh, Wankip have just now gone uh, 
won four up they just got a goal so um, I'll confirm at the next call who got the goal OK thanks Jimmy and uh, well up in Muckalee it's uh, now we're in zone 10 points James Stevens 5 and uh, Owen Brennan uh, very influential on the half forward line uh, with um, Jack Buggy scoring four frees as well so 10 points to 5 double scores Aaron zone against James Stevens. back to John Locke Park Edmore 7 points Greg Ballacallum 5 Pat as we just approached the 20 minute mark when you were away Alan Murphy did point that free and then straight away Glenmore won the puck out uh, Shane Doherty caught it in the middle of the field played the ball down along the right hand side Ian Byrne ran on to it uh, took it on the hurl on the first bounce and slapped it over the bar from 21 yards out from a tight angle Sean Ryan now with a free for Greg Ballacallum and he drives it in and it's caught uh, and dropped in the goal by Mikey, Mikey uh, Kerwin but cleared by Owen Murphy and Murphy who <laughs> was all about playing in the goal he was in around the goal mouth there picked up the ball that Mikey Kerwin dropped and cleared it long but Greg Ballycallan have won the result in Paul Jeff Nari plays the ball in towards the left corner forward position Morris Flynn's whistle goes again and it's going to be a free in to Greg Ballycallan in the number 15 position as they play down towards this country end here in Callan and Sean Ryan will make his way across to take this for Greg Ballycallan Big let off there for uh, the Glen Mormon, Kieran, uh, with Kerwin uh, dropping that ball. I mean, all it needed was a touch. That's all, yeah. He just dropped it in the square. It all was a He'd be delighted that uh, the county goalie was there on the spot to pick it up in he theory. Was, he'd be delighted that no one sneezed. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean Ryan stands over the free for Greg Ballycallan, out in the left corner forward position, about 25 yards out, very close to the sideline, about five or six yards in from the sideline. Another tester, but he's been going well on the freeze, and he has a look at this one, and he's put it straight over the bar. He was looking at it a little bit dodgy. I'd say it might have been close to the post, but it went inside the post. That's what matters. Then more seven points. Greg Bally Callan six after 21 and a half minutes here in Callan. The puck out blocked back by Richie Keown for Greg Bally Callan. Colin Prenderville foraging in his own half back line. Wins it and runs out of it. Tommy Ronan playing off of Owen Murphy, kind of short into midfield. He hand passes it forward to Sean Ryan. Chance of a score from play for Greg Bally Callan, but that one has gone wide. Some good interplay by the Greg Bally Callan list, but the final shot going just to the left and wide Mikey Kerwin pucks it out rather quickly uh, Greg Ballycallan's second wide only Cahill Byrne under trying to win the ball for uh, Glenn Moore he's surrounded by four Greg Ballycallan players he got his hurl through but all he managed to do was get it out over the sideline and it's going to be a line ball to Greg Ballycallan and their own 45 yard line uh, in the right half back position Billy Ryan big tall Billy with the ten legs goes back to take this line ball this is like the Mediterranean, isn't it? Well, you the know, Callan. The boys all around about being showered and wet <laughs> and everything. Everyone else is talking about rain, Barry, and yeah, we're baked we're here. We're talking about baked in uh, Mediterranean. I hope it's just not on the way up to us, that's all. Uh, Billy Ryan hits the line ball down along the wing, picked up there by Aaron McAvine, working hard in the right half forward position. Jeff Nari, Morris Flynn got in his way there for a little bit, but Nari plays the ball out along the ground to number seven, who is Richie Keown. Richie into the left corner forward position, a lovely pass. Greg Ballycan using the ball quite well. Switch back across the field again. Aaron McAvine drives through and from 21 yards out, hits the ball straight over the bar a good score by Greg Ballycallan involved in three or four different players in good use of the ball and we're all square at seven points apiece with 23 minutes gone here excellent score there Barry absolutely beautifully crafted 
positioned or the passing was absolutely is perfect Mashavai read it so so well Greg Hurland went here on Hurland very well in the last five minutes and they continue to do so Billy OK Greg. lads we're heading off Darling for this the Fenians against uh, Conaghy Shamrocks and uh, Conor Brennan well Pat yeah we're about to, heading towards the 25th minute here now of the game 24 minutes gone and uh, Connie's still in the lead as we said earlier 111 to Connie Shamrock at the moment and 7 points to Fenians and uh, Connie Holden still holding the advantage I suppose in terms of possession and they're, they're hitting some very good scores from play uh, Dara Dooley with a couple of good, very good points uh, James Bergen with a couple of good points to go with his goal from earlier and uh, Kier Mooney also clapping up with a pint or two Johnstone are hitting good points too but not enough and I, honestly they're, they're playing a little bit of a defensive style there which I don't think is maybe helping them all that well they're leaving uh, on Cavs their centre back as I said earlier almost isolated at times in the middle of the, in the middle of in the middle of the Connie defence he's able to sweep up the ball and make himself available for passes and be working it through from there so which I said about 25 minutes gone about 5 minutes to go to half time pass Connie holding a 7 point advantage they're leading the Fenians 1-11 to 7 points OK thanks Connor. and uh, well James Stevens have hit 4 of the last 5 scores uh, it's 11 points to 8 now in favour of Aaron's own Connor Fogarty uh, with 1 for Comer Luke Scanlon Tygo Dwyer and uh, Gil File on target for the village 11 points to 8 3 points in it up there and we head back to John Locke's Park <laughs> Uh, no change in the scoreline, Pat. It's still seven points apiece, but uh, Greg Bellicallum did miss a free. It was a chance to go in front. Sean Ryan's effort went wide, though. Then more on the attack. Jerry Elbert is going to hit this one left-handed from 50 yards out. And as Jerry does, he sends it straight over the bar for a brilliant score, a deadly accurate score from a deadly accurate player. Glenmore leading eight points to seven as 25 minutes ticks over on the clock. Morris Flynn doesn't allow the quick puck out. You can do a quick one when the ball goes wide, but you can't do it when it's a score. So Kieran Hyde will have to re- retake this puck out as Greg Belly come, Greg Belly Callan come looking to level up the score as we head towards half time. Edward has moved well out the field. He's coming. He's after coming out about 45 yards, is he? Yeah, they're they're kind of operating with probably just one inside. Really, they're trying to make a bit of space more than anything else. And Greg Belly Callan goes short for the puck out, but Jerry Edward blocks down Billy O'Neill's attempted clearance. However, O'Neill recovers well and plays the ball in towards the left corner forward position Brian Corcoran out in front of his man gathers hits it off his right hand side and hits it straight over the bar for an excellent score his second of the game his first one on the right hand touchline his second one coming in from the left in towards the centre 50 yards out and a good score he's a good young hurler Barry he absolutely is and he's coming first and he's coming fast and he's he's running straight lines Kieran. Then more back on the attack from their own puck out ball in the middle of the field picked up there by Richie Hennessy Richie is bottled up by a number of great Bally Callum players the ball on the ground nobody in possession except Colin Prenderville again big Colin bursts through passes it to Tommy Ronan Ronan's shot is blocked then more worked the ball back to Owen Murphy oh beautiful from Owen he slipped the ball from one side to the other and plays it left handed inside to a one man full forward lane Defending there for Greg Bellicallon is number nine, Billy O'Neill, who has moved back into the back. He clears it out to this right-hand side and it's gone out over the line and it's going to be a line ball through Glenmore. They get on with it quickly. Hit quickly by Billy Reid. Down towards Cahill Byrne. Byrne up into the left corner forward position. His shot is blocked as well. We've seen a number of good blocks in the, le- in the re- most recent passages of play. Billy O'Neill picks it up for Greg Bellicallon. His attempted clearance is touched out over the sideline by Cahill Byrne and it's going to be a line ball for Greg Bellicallon. 
deep in their own right corner. Okay, lads, while they're on that sideline mall, we're going to head off to uh, the top of the table clash between Donamagan and Thomastown, and it's Richie Power. Yeah, that's what, 27 minutes gone here, Pat, and it's Thomastown, nine points, Donamagan, Donamagan won five. Uh, Donamagan met the bit, met by far the better staff in this game, and won two to, to a point up after four minutes, but they went 16, 17 minutes in without getting uh, their next score. And, and in that time, Robbie Donnelly took over. Like He was deadly on place balls. And uh, from, he, he scored them from every angle. And he brought Thomas Stone back into the game. And uh, at the moment, like, of that nine points, uh, Robbie Donnelly have eight of them, uh, seven from threes and one from play. But just before you came over to me, uh, Thomas Hanron got a great point from play for Thomas Stone under the dressing room side. To, to push him a point ahead. So coming into the last couple of minutes of the first half, it's Thomas down nine points, Dunamagan one five. Okay, and uh, up in Muckley, well, it's getting closer and closer. It's uh, James Stevens uh, bringing it back to the minimum now. It's 11 points to 10. They did trail uh, 10 5 and 11 8 and all the rest, but now it's 11 10 in favour of Aaron Zone against uh, James Stevens. Back to John Locke Park for the last few minutes of the first half. And Alan Murphy has just pointed a free uh, from the 65-yard line, effectively a 70. He's put it straight over the bar and Glenmore lead by 9 points to 8. We're gone over the 28-minute mark. 28 minutes and 20 seconds gone. Kieran Hine goes short with a pop-out. Out to Stephen Keown, the left corner back position. He passes it back to Conor Flynn. Flynn hits it left-handed down towards the full forward line. Breaks inside. Aaron McAvoy trying to get onto it. Can't quite grab it and he can't quite raise it either. Now he's surrounded by Glenmore players who win the ball back from him. Clear by Glenmore up towards Ian Byrne number 12 he loses it and it's picked up there by uh, number 7 who is uh, Richie Keown Richie Keown switches it to the far side of the field and it's hit in there by number 20 Jesse Roberts and Roberts trims it straight over the bar good pass from Stephen Keown good finish from Jesse Roberts absolutely yeah like he had no right to put that ball over the bar he'd been bottled up surrounded by players I don't know how he got his shot in but went straight over the bar great point and it's nine points apiece here in Callan as Cahill Byrne makes his way forward with the ball passes it inside to Ian Byrne Byrne can't quite get it and Conor Flynn picks it up the biggest man in the field drives it way down the field but there's nobody there only Owen Murphy playing the sweeper role quite well he looks up and drills it to the far side of the field where he is looking for Ger Elbert who had ghosted over to that position from the far side of the field the right hand side Ger hits his shot left handed but hits it wide he was under a bit of pressure and hits it wide nine points apiece with 30 seconds to go to half time Glenmore have hit five wides Greg Bally Callan with just the three Kieran Hine with the puck out for Greg Bally Callan he surveys all he sees and hits it down this right hand side here Ryan Corcoran is under but he's beaten to it by Kieran Burker the ball breaks to Sean Ryan Sean Ryan making his way through hand passes it across to Aaron McAvoy McAvoy shoots and buries it among the back of the net with a crucial goal for Greg Bally Callan brilliant play from Sean Ryan initially picked up the breaking ball 50 yards out made his way in all the way to the 21 hand passed it across to McAvoy on the far side and he stitched it in the top corner for a brilliant goal for, and crucial goal for Greg Bally Callan at the re-right time at the re-right the, the, and the re right lad got the end ball the pass off there a terrific goal indeed by Greg Ballycan and Kieran I think on balance it's no more than they deserve is it? Uh, yeah no they played very well as Morris Flynn brings the first half to a close here that was indeed the last action of the first half Greg Ballycan leading 1-9 to 9 points as Barry says they have played the better hurling they got off to a great start led by 3 points to no score Glenn uh, Moore got back into it then mainly thanks to freeze from Alan Murphy and a couple of points from Ger uh, Elbert 
the half time a uh, good half for uh, Bal- uh, for Great Bally Callan they were the steadier team early on they led by uh, four points to three after 12 minutes and hurling very well and Alan Murphy had kept them more in the game and he kept them really in the game with a free take and missed nothing and by the uh, by the uh, by the 28 minute actually he had five points from play- from freeze and then uh, more led by nine points away at five from nine and only left four points for the rest of them Greg Bally Calling hurling very well their full back line hurling well indeed but when they start moving the forwards uh, their distribution is absolutely outstanding I think at this moment in time it, the game lacks a bit of fire here on uh, you know it probably will boil a little bit better on they start burning a few bushes around the place and maybe it will pick up but at this moment in time an, an entertaining game it's an interesting game uh, difficult to actually be conclusive about anything at this stage but at this moment Greg Bally Callan looked the more likely they do and they're playing the better stuff Barry as you say leading and they'll be delighted to be in front because they had been pegged back but that goal was a real tonic to them a brilliant goal worked in by Sean Ryan he hand-passed to Aaron McAvoy who nailed it into the top corner from about uh, 16, 17 yards out a brilliant score so it's half time here Pat uh, 1-9 to Greg Bally Callan 9 points to Glenmore and we'll go back to you OK thanks lads and uh, half time now between James Stevens and Aaron Zoe and James Stevens are leading 12 points to 11 and uh, they've scored uh, the village have scored four of the last seven and are uh, I've, I've, sorry have scored the last four and seven of the last eight uh, to get that lead because uh, they did trail earlier early on by 10 points to five then uh, it was 11 eight and uh, then uh, it was uh, 12 11 and our sorry, um, 11-10 and uh, now it's 12-11 for James Stevens as uh, they lead at half time by a single point and it was uh, quite uh, close between Thomastown and uh, Donna Magan, 9 points to 1-5 Thomastown uh, with their nose in front coming up to half time there and uh, well the Fenians they were 1-11 to 7 or sorry, the Conaghy Shamrocks 1-11 to 7 up uh, coming um towards the 25th minute. We'll check in on the halftime scores and all those in a few moments. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Sure, when we can listen to all the reports on the radio, Pat, where you can sit in the comfort of our home now this evening and we listen to Nicky and we listen to Barry and we listen to all the other lads who give us the reason looking forward to it. It's great to have it. The Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. He was saying about Kill McCowes, like I was asking how their year went last year, and you know, we can be spoilt in clubs that have had a bit of success. He was saying, you know, they won three out of their group games. Just talking to one of the players yesterday, and they were just saying, you know, back to school today and the championship on the same day, so mm. they weren't too happy about that, but look, they're delighted to be playing the championship. We're trying to track our players, see how they're getting on, trying to prevent injury, or Nicky, the large part, and again, making sure that the, their school life or hurling life between club and county and school are all balanced. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. All right, uh, we're going, it's half time between the, um, um, between Dunhamagan and Thomastown, Richie Power. Yes, it is half time here, Pat, and uh, it's uh, Thomastown 10 points, Dunhamagan 1-5. 
Um, it's a very stop-start kind of a, a first 30 minutes. You know, we didn't get any real flow of, of play in the game. But, uh, you know, I will harp back to the conditions. Conditions, underfoot conditions are very, very poor. And, and uh, you have a greasy ball. Like we got torrential rain here just before the game started. But Dunhamagin met a better start, Pat, and they had one two to, to, to a point score after four minutes. The goal coming from Andy Hickey. And Andy Hickey is, is, is holding very well at right corner forward. And, and when they were getting fastball into him, he was causing a lot of problems. And he almost had a, a second goal set up. He, he gave a beautiful ball across to Darren Fitzpatrick and he lost control of it. And, uh, and if he had control of it on the first time, uh, it was definitely a goal chance. But probably the, 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 the big 10 minutes for uh, Thomas Town in this, in this game was from the 8th minute to the 18th minute when Robbie Donnelly hit uh, six points in a row without any score coming from Dunhamagan. Five of them did come from uh, place balls. And uh, he's unerring on, on, on freeze. And, and Dunhamagan were giving away, uh, you know, some some silly trees, um, easy trees you, you'd, you'd probably say, you know but again you'd come back to the conditions but then on the on the 29th minute, uh, Dunhamagan had gone from the 4th to uh, sorry, to the 19th minute uh, without a score, but John Fitzpatrick steadied the ship, he got a point from uh, a free, and then straight away Andy Hickey got one from play to, to bring it to 1-4 to, to, to uh, 8 points, but then Robbie Donnelly from a free, and took her hand, took her hand in, in, on the 24th minute, got a brilliant point at the far side of his left-hand side. And Robbie Donnelly closed it off with a point of three for Thomas Down. Uh, and John Fitz then got the last point for Dunhamagan to leave at one five to ten points. Probably the, the, the one thing that Thomas Down will be a little bit concerned about, Pat, is like eight of their, their ten uh, scores have come from place balls. But look at everything to play for here. Uh, it's, it's dry overhead. It's a pity because this was a game that everyone was really looking forward to. But like Dunhamagan have, have, have taken to Thomas down in the first six to eight minutes, now have really worked their way back into it in the last four or five minutes before half time. So hopefully we'll have a ding-dong second half. Like it was all stop and start in that 30 minutes. But really looking forward to the second half here and a nice crowd here in, in, in Tullahar. So 10 points, uh, 1-5 at half time, Pat, in favour of Thomas down. Thanks, Richie. And uh, Moonkine and Liz Downey, Tom O'Hanlon. Give me up, Tom. Hello. Yeah. Half time. Half, half time score. 12 points for Liz Downey, 9 points for Munkine. Uh, game we thought was going to start well for Munkine again, like the last day, scored two early points and then brought two good saves out of Aiden Tallis and then Liz Downey goal. After that, Liz Downey followed with five points in a row to make it five points to two. Tit for 10 points then between Pat Welch and Gary uh, O'Sullivan. Um, Followed by two points from freeze by Paul Henry, 165 actually. Three further points from Liz Downey made it nine points to five. Exchange points again, six points to ten. Um, Liz Downey drove on with two more points, 12 points to six, double scores. And the last three minutes of the first half was the best pass from Mulcahyne. They got three, three points there. Pat Welsh, Martin O'Neill, and Kieran Quinty. So happy enough to be finishing the first half at the score, 12 points to nine. Um, it is the only centre back fairly dominant there, but I think just the way the team are set up, maybe we'll address that in the second half. Okay. Um, that. We'll take that. All right, Tom. So uh, 12 points to nine leads Liz Downey lead. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. And uh, Moonkind coming back in late in the first half. And uh, Connie Shamrocks against the Fenians, uh, Connor Brennan. Yeah, we're well into half time now here past the second half. Should be starting here in the next couple of minutes. Uh, Conti well on top, leading 114 to Fenian 7 points. 
uh, combination really of Conaghy playing very very well it has to be said probably easily their best performance of the year in their four matches to date and uh, Fenians maybe not hitting the, the heights that maybe they would like to they've made a couple of passing errors a few missed scores and, and generally uh, very loose in their play particularly in the defence for Conaghy particularly Tom Phelan Dara Dooley um, Kieran Mooney and, and James Bergen have been, have been able to get the better of their individual battles there in the attack and they've all managed to hit a couple of scores each, uh, whereas Queenians have been not as uh, not as effective in the attack. Cahill Phelan in corner forward for Johnson has been effective. He scored three points in play, and uh, the rest have, near, have all come from Mark Webster Freeze. So, uh, Connie uh, really on top, and Queenians really have a lot, a lot to do if they want to get themselves back into this. But Connie can be very happy with 114 scored at, 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 in one half of Hurling. You'd have to say that's very impressive. And uh, each of them good value scores either from the James Bergen freeze or from play. So we're about to hit, start the second half now, Pat. Actually, the teams are running out onto the field here in Orlingford, and uh, a very well kept pitch it has to be said here in Orlingford. The place is looking really well. So starting the second half, Pat, we'll be back to some back to us, I'm sure soon. Uh, Connie lead one fourteen to feed you seven points. Thanks, Connor. Now, uh, hopefully, we have Liam Kelly O'Rourke. It's just dodgy line all through the first half. So we were just giving you the scores. Liam, half time. Maybe the yeah, line. Maybe the line has settled down. You never know, Pat. Coming from Planet Mars or AKA Muckley for round four of the St. Candice's Credit Union Senior Hurling League. Second half back underway. James Stevens in front by twelve points to eleven. Really, in the first half, James in the closing quarter outscoring uh, Aaron Zone um, in the last uh, 10 minutes of play scoring 8 of the last 9 points uh, among the point scorers there Keen Kenny uh, tapped things up elsewhere points from Owen Foyle he's gotten uh, 5 for his account so far this evening and he's been joined by Tygo Dwyer and Luke so uh, James Stevens having the better of the last two quarters Aaron Zone uh, uh, were dominant in the first quarter Jack Boogie their score in chief on freeze and just as I say that Aaron Zone have drawn the uh, Comer men level so it is 12 points apiece we'll confirm a score for you uh, shortly uh, the big moment away from the scores in the first half came uh, with about 12 minutes to go good link up play from Jack Boogie and Owen Brennan who's been, who's been influential in the first half so Boogie for a great save uh, for Gavin Costigan between the six for the village to pull off he did it well and it really was um, a, a morale booster for James Stevens because they went down the pitch and uh, they scored three consecutive points after that moment so uh, James Stevens really closing out the half well Aaron's own a real battling team they have one point going into today's fixture so eager to get two points and just make that table a little bit more comfortable as far as they're concerned uh, a call here a bit of a chop down has gone Aaron's own James Stevens arguing the case or I beg your pardon it's gone the other way to James Stevens free they were arguing the case I'm not quite sure if they, if they knew it was going their way Owen Gilfoyle will take this free so we'll see how he gets on here Pat and we'll hand back to you the scoreline if you're just joining us two minutes into the second half is 12 points apiece Aaron's own and James Stevens a lively first half an enjoyable first half some very well taken points uh, from both sides and uh, James Stevens with a chance here to nip in front once again Oh, Ongel File eyeing up the posts. Shooting into the car park end here in Muckalee. Wearing his red helmet, taking his time. Eyeing up the posts. He looks, he takes, he rises the ball, he 
and he puts it between the six and over the bar. So with three minutes gone in the second half, in round four here in uh, Muckley GA grounds, it's James Stevens 13 points, Aaron's own 12. Thanks, uh, Liam, and uh, we made contact. We're going back down to uh, South Carrageen, uh, Jimmy Walsh, and uh, it's a wine gap and sleeve room. Well, Pat, um, there's been a big change since we're here. Last uh, last time you came, uh, it was just uh, halfway through the first half, and Wingup got a goal to uh, go four points up. But after that, it was very much even. Stephen, um, Ted Rocker got a couple of points back for um, Sleeve Rue, and uh, it was more or less point for point for a while. And then in um, that goal had come from Luke Ward, who was a scrambling ball. It just uh, dropped in the square, and Luke was forced onto it, and he was only a sub for today. And in the 32nd minute... Um, Wine got a second goal. Uh, Jim Power took a line ball out on the main road side and uh, was locked inside in the square and Adam O'Shea was forced onto it. So that was 2-9 to 8 points. Um, after 32 minutes, uh, Ted Rocket came back with a point in for um, Cleve Rue from uh, free. 2-9 to 9 points. And in the final minute, um, Jim Power uh, got a pass from his brother Sean and uh, he found the top of the net. It was the best of the wind-up goals. So the half-time score when Pat Dunphy called uh, half time was uh, 3 9 to wind up and 9 points to sleeve you. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. So, uh, wind up there in uh, the the lead. We're going to be heading back towards John Locke Park. Sure, when we can listen to all the reports on the radio, Pat, we can sit in the comfort of our home now this evening and we'll listen to Nicky and we'll listen to Barry and we'll listen to all the other lads who give us the reason. Looking forward to it. It's great to have it. The Voice of the Black and Amber, Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. Here on Muldowney. Harry Pat, we're back here. Uh, we're five minutes into the second half, and uh, Greg Bellicallon have made a brilliant start to the second half. They scored three unanswered points. Sean Ryan got a pointed free just after half time, and just before you came across to us, they got two quick points in succession. Tommy Ronan with one from 60 yards out in the middle of the field, and Ryan Corcoran, who's having an excellent game, the corner forward, he scored his third point from play, and it's been a, an electric start to this half from Greg Bellicallon. They lead. 112 to 9 points we're 5 and a half minutes into the second half Mikey Kerwin goes short for the puck out out to the far side to Billy Reid and he's going down along the Glenmore left hand side he shoots from the middle of the field this one looks like it's heading in towards the goal and it has gone wide just outside Kieran Hines right hand post with Glenmore's second wide of this second half Kieran Hines with the puck out for Greg Ballycallan looks up the field does that little tapping thing on the hurdle is probably a signal to somebody he goes long and goes straight down the middle he's looking for Ryan Corcoran and Colin Prenderville Prenderville goes up doesn't quite Win it, but he wins the breaking ball and hand passes it inside. Billy Ryan making his way in, he's 20 yards out, taps it inside to number 20. Here is Jesse Roberts. His shot is brilliantly saved by Mikey Kerwin and it goes over the bar for a point for Greg Valley Callan. Brilliant start to this half for Greg Valley Callan, Barry. Absolutely, I mean, and it's been all Greg Valley Callan all the way, you know, and they're tightening up on the Glenmore half forward line. Uh, and Glenmore can't break down through that they can't go through the traffic on that on the Greg Valley Callan half back line and here again another ball uh, 
drop it down to the top of the uh, Ballycallan half-back line and they come away with it. Played up, played up towards the Greg Ballycallan forwards. Tommy Ronan out towards this near-hand side here. The left wing has done as Greg Ballycallan are attacking. Owen Murphy in trying to win it. Nobody able to win it. Jesse Roberts does, but he's hooked and picked up there by Shane Murphy who drives out, plays an excellent cross-field ball across to the far side. Dean Crook trying to win it. Unable to do so. Billy O'Neill picks it up, plays the short one into Billy Ryan on his own 65. Billy is going to go for a score. He drives it in, left-handed and drives it all the way over the bar. Greg Valley Callens stretch into an eight-point lead. They lead 114 to nine points. A brilliant start to this second half. On top of that goal that they scored just before half time, a minute before half time, it was level. We're seven minutes into the second half and they lead by eight points. Mikey Kerwin goes long with the puck out. Tapped down there by one of the Glenmore Falls. Cotton Byrne trying to break through, but he's bottled up by a posse of Greg Valley Callens defenders who stifle all those runs as they happen. Picked up there by Ethan Phelan. Ethan trying to break through. He's on the 21-yard line and he wins the free. It's going to be a free in to Glenmore. He's down injured. He got a slap across the hand, I'd say, by the looks of things as he made his way through. But this will be what you'd imagine is a relatively easy chance for Alan Murphy to get Glenmore's first score of this second half. He's about 23 or 4 yards out. He's half thinking of going for a goal here. He's looking. Is it on? Morris Lynn brings him back out a bit towards the edge of the D and Alan will probably take his point from this one. Then more need to do something quick, Barry. Absolutely. Uh, I'd say he'd go high for this one. He'd have to take the point at this stage. There's only it. There's really is only eight, nine minutes play gone in the uh, second half. Thus, such far, but has been played great. GB, GB, GB all the way. Not Great Britain. It's Great Ballycallan. They're on a they're on a high at this moment in time, and they're forcing the issue. And this, of course, would be a vital win for them if they were to get it. Alan Murphy has pointed the free. One fourteen to ten points in favour of Great Ballycallan. Picked up there by Aaron McAvoy. He pops it across to the centre forward Tommy Ronan who's getting a bit of joy Ronan gives that clenched fist punch as he drives it over the bar for his third point of the game 115 to 10 points in favour of Greg Valley Callum just over 9 minutes gone Mikey Kerwin is in uh, he's in a rush now he's not delaying the puck outs now goes down towards Dean Crow picked up there by Crow he drills a lovely ball in towards Ethan Field can't quite gather but it comes back out towards Crow he's dispossessed there by number 4 who is Stephen Keown Stephen Keown plays it down along the middle of the field Tommy Ronan very deep he's back in his own centre back position pops the hand pass back to Tom Dunphy Dunphy plays it in towards Jesse Roberts under Glenmore 21 yard line Roberts trying to win it he goes down looks for a free doesn't find it and the Glenmore backs pick it up played out to Shane Murphy Shane Murphy is blocked by Jeff Nari who's moved out to midfield and is holding very very well Greg Valley Callan tenacious they're tearing into everything at the moment the ball's gone out over the line it's going to be a line ball out to Glenmore on their own 21 Shane Murphy getting very agitated more, more so with the scoreline than any of the Greg Valley Callan as I'd say 115 to 10 points as we approach the 10 minute mark of this second half a bit of consternation over which way the line ball is going and where it is going to be taken from and trying to get Lads back to 13 metres but it's Shane Doherty who's going to take it on his own 21 Michael Kerwin makes himself available in the Glenmore goal but Doherty doesn't go to him he hits it right handed down along this sideline it deflects off Jeff Neary comes towards Ian Byrne but he, the ball beats Ian Byrne to the sideline as he tried to take it up along the wing Julian Edward waves a line ball to Greg Belly Callan Billy Ryan is going to take it it's on the run uh, it's on the Glenmore 65 yard line 
Billy Ryan hurling were very well clear on, didn't he? He's having a good second half. He's having yep. a great second half. I know it's only it's early days yet in the second half, but he's having a very good second half. And Ronan, Ronan and McAvoy, two young lads, and they're having great games here. Here's a great line ball by Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan's cut drops right in at the edge of the square. The ball is battled out by the then more defence, but it's picked up by Aaron McAvoy. McAvoy's shot is blocked and it's gone out for a wide ball. Clash ball is a wide ball. The great Valley Callum lads protest looking for a 65 but it's not to be then Moore get on with it quickly Billy Reid hits it down the left wing looking for Ger Elwood Ger Elwood is out in front of Conor Flynn but can't control it Flynn knocks it away from him and out to the side out over the sideline basic defending done well Barry oh yeah simple thing doing well and you don't have to worry about it it'll look after itself after that yeah Ger Elwood getting no change whatsoever out of Flynn Alan Murphy with the line ball 50 yards out from the great Bally Callan goal tries to work a short one with Ian Byrne and does work a short one Murphy has the ball in his hand drives through hand passes it back out to Richie Hennessy Hennessy from the centre forward position hits it in and he has hit it wide a bad wide Richie will be disappointed with that one Then Moore could have done with that score it's a bit of a settler for uh, great Bally Callan Morris Flynn is indicating something here I'm not quite sure what it is is he going to give a 65 Barry did it take a deflection on the way out I've no idea. I, di- I didn't think. Uh, I'm not sure that it did. But obviously, Morris Flynn would have a different opinion than I would. Yes, indeed, it is. He's 65 for Glenmore. Well, uh, to be fair to Morris Flynn, he's closer to the action. He would have heard the clip or whatever uh, signifies a 65. And uh, to be fair to him, he called the game back. Murphy on the 65. Important one for Glenmore. Alan would want to point this as they trail by eight points. 115 to 10 points. Alan lifts and strikes and hits it in and straight over the middle of the middle of the crossbar for another point for Glenmore. Dead-eyed free taking here this evening. Okay, lads, uh, we're going to head off down to uh, the game between Thomastown and uh, Donna Magan. What way is it going now, Richie? Yeah, we're what? We're probably 14 minutes into the second half. Uh, Pat and Thomastown have taken a grip of this game. It's uh, Thomastown 2-12, Donna Magan 1-8. Um, at half time for 10 points to 1-5 first minute of the second half Robbie Donnelly started where he left off in the first half with a, with a point from a free and in the fourth minute the same man got another another point from play but then the big, the big score this game uh, uh, in, in, it came in the fifth minute when Jack Holden won an absolutely brilliant ball it was a long ball that went into him and he won it right down on the ground and uh, controlled the first time laid it off to Luke Con- Connelly and Connelly uh, left it off to Tucker Hanron and, and Tucker Hanron put it in the corner of the net it was a big score and then three minutes later Robbie Donnelly caught a brilliant ball it was a high ball coming in on top of the Dunhamagan uh, full back line and that's the feature of the game with Thomstone uh, tonight they really have tested this Dunhamagan full, uh, full forward line or full back line with a lot of high ball but Robbie Donnelly caught it over over the corner back for Dunhamagan and, and went in and stuck it in the net so that's, uh, that pushed it out to 2.12 to, to 1.7. And just, uh, just there, uh, past, uh, Dara Fitz got a pint for uh, Magnum from play to make it 2.12 to 1.8. Roughly, I'd say, 15, 16 minutes gone in the second half. Thanks, Richie. Uh, so, uh, Thomas Town taking a grip there, 2.12 to 1.8. Are Conaghy still in control, Conor Brennan? Yeah, very much so, Pat. 1.18 to 10 points is the score tomorrow for Conaghy. It looked in the early stages of the second half there that Fenians were going to make a little bit of a spurt. They got uh, three points in a row uh, at the start of the second half and uh, we're getting a bit livelier but Connie responded very, very well with uh, four and answered points there and they've, they've really pushed uh, and they've really pushed on. Um, 
points from the Pycon the Fenians points came from two from Mark Webster, one from a free, one from Clay, and another one then from Darrell Tobin then to to as I said to get those three points back on the on the scoreline. That made it one fourteen to ten. But Connie came straight back with four. Uh, two from James Bergen and one from Dara Dooley and one from uh, Bill Murphy a very good point over his shoulder and really you can't see anything but a Connery victory at this stage they seem to be the better team at, at the moment but um, you never know with time left but 11, 11 points in it Pat at the moment we're looking like about 10 minutes to go or sorry about a quarter of the way to go sorry and uh, Connery advantage 118 to 10 points OK thanks Connor and uh, Liz Downey lead Moonkind 14 points to 11 and James Stevens are a pint up on Aaron's own 17 points to 16 while Wine Gap have that three gold uh, advantage over Sleeve Roo. back to John Lock Park Controversy there, Chiron. Yeah, yes. there is Barry uh, Glenmore. Was it a square ball of water? No, uh, Glenmore claiming a, a goal here because. Uh uh, Ian Byrne picked up the ball in the centre forward position 50 yeah. yards out made his way through popped it to Gerard Elbert Elbert tore through he hand passed it across to Ethan Phelan but I think the ball went straight into the net Phelan is claiming he got a touch on it but Morris Flynn has disallowed it the ball ended up in the net but yeah. uh, obviously you can't score a goal from a hand pass so it's going to be a free out to Greg Ballycallan they lead 117 to 12 points 16 minutes gone in the second half then Moore made a bit of a sport they got two in a row Alan Murphy pointed that free just as we left Ger Elbert then got a point a lovely ball into the corner from uh, Billy Reid Elbert picked it up and slapped it straight over the bar but Greg Ballycallan have responded well Sean Ryan with a free and the brilliant Ryan Corcoran with his fourth point of the game an excellent score from out on the uh, left hand wing uh, he's deadly accurate straight over the middle of the crossbar Kenmore have possession in their own half-back line. Owen Murphy plays it short. Alan Murphy breaking through from midfield. But he has been dispossessed by two Greg Ballycallan backs. Picked up by Ian Byrne. Ian Byrne tries to find Owen Murphy, but he hits it just in front, too far in front of Owen Murphy. And it goes out over the sideline for a line ball to Greg Ballycallan. Halfway between the Glenmore 65 and 45. Chiron, there, there's an example of what I'm thinking about this Glenmore. They're sloppy. Like, when you're going forward with a point, that was going forward, though were breaking the lines they were gone to the Greg Valley Callan 65 metre line and I don't know who, who it was but he had an option of going straight up the middle and putting the bar over the bar, ball over the bar or putting it uh, the option that he took was to try and tap it across the field to a colleague and it went straight over the line sloppy Greg Valley Callan goes short with the line ball Billy Ryan went back to Richie Keown. Richie Keown's shot from long range has gone wide. Glenmore going to make a substitution here. Number 17, Charlie Fielding is coming on. And it looks like number 12, Ian Byrne, is coming off. Ian has had a disappointing night by his standards. Got the ball. Okay, quick update. Uh, it's uh, James Stevens and uh, Castle Comer, Aaron's own Castle Comer. Aaron's own up by a pint, 18 pints to 17. The puck out from Glenmore is battled back by the Greg Ballycallan defence. The play over on the far side of the field. The Greg Ballycallan right half-back position. Picked up there by Colin Prendeville, who has worked back deep into his own half-back lane all night long to win ball. But, however, he has dropped the ball on the ground. And as he did, he fouled the Glenmore defender. Glenmore are going to have a free on their own 65-yard line right over in the sideline at the far side as we look from the stand here in Callan. They're going to need this one and they're going to need plenty more as well. Alan Murphy has made his way back out to take it. 
this is going to be a really difficult free one factor that we do notice here Barry is that the sun is now shining straight into the faces of the great Ballycallan defenders they all have their hands up here at the moment absolutely yeah the sun and, and this, the sun is sinking in the west and the pitch our pitch here in John Locke Park in Callan is situated it's sided uh, west to east so that's going to be a problem with the sun and it is a tough tough sun indeed it's dropping on the edge of the square oh great catch Kieran. great catch by Connor Flynn protecting his goal man right in front of the goal he clears it and Billy Ryan with another excellent catch Greg Ballycallan on the attack Jeff Nary plays it through into the corner out to comes Jesse Roberts and he leaves it to Sean Ryan Sean Ryan out on the right hand side 21, 22 yards out and he hits it but he's driven it wide never drive it wide on, their own, on your own side they say but he did just that he's going to have another substitution here for Glenmore as number 9 Tomas Mullally is making his way onto the field not quite sure yet who's coming off but when we resume it's going to be a puck out to Glenmore Mikey Kerwin with the puck out for Glenmore we still haven't got back underway number six Richie Hennessy is the man who has made way Charlie Hulman the man who has come on now the umpires at the other end which is the country end uh, we're waiting for the puck out from the from the scoreboard in the town end here but the umpires have called Morris Flynn obviously something has gone on off the ball did you see that in there Barry? no I didn't indeed no I was watching something else she was good looking <laughs> I suppose the fact that it was off the ball means that nobody saw it of course but yeah. the umpires are calling him in for some reason and uh, we'll just wait and see what happens here but Barry uh, Greg Belly Callan they've weathered that Glenmore storm well by responding with a couple of points absolutely and like there was a let off uh, having weathered the storm well they also had uh, the good fortune to have that goal disallowed the so called goal disallowed and uh, that has helped them and now they're thundered back into the game again and Kieran the way I see it uh, the way I see this is uh, there's uh, 21 minutes of play gone there's only 9 left could you see any other winner but Greg Belly Callan not at the moment Barry no. No, Glenmore obviously are going to need at least one goal now, at Stephen, least one goal Kieran, yeah. Stephen Keown the Greg Ballycallan cornerback is the man who has been called over by Morris Flynn Morris has taken his name now Stephen of course is pleading his innocence and it is a yellow card for uh, Ger Elwood in there as well he has gotten a yellow card too so I think it's the usual yellow card apiece Morris Flynn makes his way back out the field. So it's a puck out, is it? Yeah, we might have been. Uh, it's dead level up in uh, Muckalee and uh, 19 points each and uh, nine minutes to go. It's not level here, Pat. It's uh, Greg Ballycallan who lead 117 to 12 points after 21 and a half minutes. Alan Murphy making his way through in the corner forward position, bottled up by a host of Greg Ballycallan defenders and bottled up unfairly. It's going to be a free in. Uh, it's going to be a 21 yard free in halfway between the goal and this right hand sideline here in the number 13 position. Glenmore anxious to get on with this now. Getting the ball back to Alan very quickly. He'll put it on the ground. He has stolen the customary two or three yards in towards the goal. Uh, not that I think it's going to make a blind bit of difference anyway because he probably pointed 117 to 12 points 22 minutes gone will he go low here on? I, I don't think so Barry not at that angle and uh, Greg Ballycallan have put the entire parish on the goal line there gone yeah. straight over the bar 117 to 13 points in favour of Greg Ballycallan ok we're going to head off down to see how Thomastown and uh, Donna Magan are getting on and Richie Power yeah, there's 20 odd minutes gone here, Pat. I'd say there's probably 23 or 24 minutes gone at this stage, and it's Thomastown 214, Dunhamagan 19. 
you know, it's, uh, I don't know if I can have, haven't gone away, but they're just not getting, they're not getting anything from the forwards up front. And Andy Hickey probably would be their best forward pass. Uh, like when you were with me last, John Fitz got a point, a point from a free. Dara Fitz got that one from play. But like Andy Hickey got a, got a point from play. That's really it now. They're, they have a share of the ball down there, but they're just not, they're not creating anything with it. Like, and, uh, have been as well shown in the left corner forward position and I'm surprised they haven't uh, brought him to the half forward line and tried to get him in on the game because in the first half he was very very good you know and uh, but look at here's a good point now for Thomas Stone I don't know who Stone is uh, Staunton they're telling me here beside me Pat uh, Brian Staunton that's getting a long range point for Thomas Stone so that pushes him out to 250 with probably what four or five minutes left to play Okay, thanks Richie and uh, it's Ballycallan in control out in John Locke Park Indeed they are Pat 117 to 13 points 23 and a half minutes gone Glenn Moore have just made a substitution Dara Hartley has replaced Cahill Byrne wasn't Cahill's night Shane Murphy with the free drives it into the edge of the square and it's caught in there by uh, Alan Murphy and Alan is fouled and do you know what I think he might go for a goal with this one Barry it's straight in front of the goal it's going to be a 21 yard free 7 points in it Six and a half minutes to go. You'd be thinking about going for it. I'd have to at this stage. It has to come into it. I'd be surprised. I'm. I'm amazed that they wouldn't take uh, bring up Owen Murphy to take this. Yeah, the power. Yeah, possibly. Although Alan has a good old shot on him as well. Well, he's an accurate yeah. shot, but I'm just. On, I'm, on, I'm thinking about uh, whether he should. Uh, he's looking down the field for direction anyway. I wonder if he's looking back he's to see what the sun is going for the goal. He's going for the goal. He stepped back a couple of yards from he the ball. Up. Almost certain that he's going to go low here. Here we go, Kieran. Take it away. Alan Murphy, and this would set the cat amongst the pigeons if this ends up in the net. Morris mm. Flynn gives the go ahead. Alan Murphy lifts, strikes, and hits the crossbar. Comes back out. Tom Dunphy picks it up for Greg Valley Callan. Hand passes it out to Jeff Nari. Nari clears it long down the field. Greg Ballycallan back on the attack after that letter. Picked up there by Billy Reid. Billy Reid out to Owen Murphy. Intercepted by Tommy Ronan. He's working tenaciously. But Greg Ballycallan have fouled Owen Murphy. Another chance for, uh, for Glenn Moore to go on the attack. That was a rocket of a shot, Barry. He was unlucky. He was unlucky. I actually thought it was in the net because I saw the net shaking. One of the back thirds hit the net and oh, made it look it, like, yeah. yeah. But it rebounded back out off the crossbar. It did, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, I, I think this is, uh, this is Greg's uh, match to lose. It is now at this stage, anyway. At this stage. Right, lads, 20 points apiece between uh, Aaron Zone and James Stevens. Owen Murphy Murphy standing over the free right in the spot where the referee throws in the ball he drills it he's not going for a goal he's going to go for a point and he hits it over the bar an excellent strike from Owen another point for Glenmore it's 117 to Greg Ballycallan 14 points to Glenmore 25 and a half minutes gone in the second half that leaves us with 4 and a half minutes of normal time Les Downey 118 Munkine 14 points about 7 minutes to go Kieran Hine drives it a mile down the field, down towards Colin Prenderville. Where else would you go? Prenderville is underneath the ball. Ball breaks to the ground. A forest of players go in, and it's won there by Glenmore. Billy Reid is having a great second half. Out to Shane Murphy. Shane hits it left-handed down the field. Intercepted there by uh, Darry Egan. Darry Egan plays a short one up along the wing. Not controlled there by Ryan Corcoran, and he loses out. Glenmore win the ball. 
Ger Elbert has moved out the field a long way out the field and now the ball has gone out over the line this is going to be a sideline ball to Greg Ballycallan on the Glenmore 65 yard line the right hand side is Greg Ballycallan is back the far side as we look over here we're from in for the stand a, we're in for a flitter in the last four minutes Kieran. there won't be an awful lot of injury time either will there there weren't a whole lot of stoppages Barry, no. the, the longest stop was that time that Morris Wynn went in to talk to his umpires we'll probably have the customary two or three minutes Glenmore will have to light a few bushes to take this game won't they they will yeah they, they could have done with that goal from the free should if that have, had gone in have. now we'd have had a, we'd yeah. have had a right finish alright yeah. but uh, understandably Greg Ballycallan are slowing things down they're taking their time over puckouts and frees and line balls and that kind of stuff Billy Ryan over on the far side places the ball very very carefully Parry Carrington wouldn't place it as carefully and he's still lining up this line ball and he still hasn't placed it am any of you on Friday night forecasting this result any of you get it right they wouldn't have too many picked this not after the first three rounds anyway yeah. that's for sure but this is going to be a huge result for Greg Ballycallan absolutely yeah it's going to be a great win, a great result for them they're the better team Kieran. they are the better team this will be their second win this will give them a chance of finishing outside of the 56 spots Billy Ryan cuts it all the way into the square cleared out to this side by uh, Owen Edward the Glenmore fullback just kept in play by Dara Hartley he's been battling there with uh, Aaron McAvoy Hartley wins uh, the line ball it's going to be a line ball out to Glenmore in their right corner back position James Stevens leading 23 points to 20 that's a good comeback from James Stevens they were well behind there yeah on. they were yeah Glenmore dying to get on with this but they're making another substitution we'll bring you the details of that in a second Morris uh, waiting until everything is right before he does anything line ball to Glenmore <laughs> 25 yards out cut brilliantly up along the wing Played in front of Dean Crow. Charlie Phelan goes in there. Picked up by Dara Hartley. Dara Hartley to Charlie Phelan as the subs combine. Ethan Phelan hits it right-handed across the square. He's looking for Alan Murphy who has moved into full forward. Connor Flynn and Murphy having a great battle in there. Nobody able to claim the ball. The ball breaks out. Dara Egan picks it up. Hand passes it out. And he's fouled as he tries to get the hand pass it out. It's going to be a free, <laughs> it's going to be a free out to Greg Bally Callan tenacious defending there Dara Egan is okay, down Okay lads it's after getting much tighter between the Fenians and Conaghy Shamrocks uh, Conor Brennan Yeah we're going back to a 4 point gap now from a 11 point when you were last vicious there Pat uh, 120 to Conaghy and 213 to the Fenians Fenians after got to two goals since you last spoke to me Pat uh, one from um, Dara Tobin and one from Willie Brennan as far as I can make out for the two goals scores there so so oh and Conaghy have actually just been awarded a goal there now as I, as I speak uh, Pat, uh, Pat. Um, we were waiting on the decision Tom Phelan was, won the ball and was fouled as he struck the ball now Sean McMahon the referee had blown the whistle uh, even though the ball had gone in the net so he checked with the umpires I'd say just to check on it noted that it was a goal as Tom struck it and now he's given it so it's now 2.20 to Conaghy 2.13 to the Fenians and you imagine that's Conaghy home and host with about uh, two minutes of normal time to play um, it was looking dicey there for Conaghy as I said in the last few minutes Johnstown thundered back into the game with two very good goals it has to be said well worked and, and probably could have got a third had um, a shot had not hit off the post earlier on uh, which could have maybe even closed the gap even further had the time had, had they got it so Pat we're coming to your injury time as I said I'd say I make it about two minutes of normal time left Conaghy with that Tom Feeling goal have uh, given themselves some breathing space again after a nervous two moments they're leading Feeling 220 to Feeling 213 
All right, Connor, and uh, that was a late goal for them. Of course, they were undone by a late goal against Liz Downey, but uh, this one is uh, giving them the edge in uh, in that game. Top of the table clash. Thomastown looked to be in control against Dunhamagan. Richie Power. Yeah, this game is probably kind of nearly into injury time in the second half, and uh, Thomastown are well out in front. Uh, it's three fifteen to Thomastown, one twelve to Dunhamagan. Pass. Um, no, you'd have to say that Thomas Stone probably right from the start of the second half. They're 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 the better team uh, all over. Like their backs are really after uh, are after um, you know Colin Dunamagan's uh, threat up front. Like Dennis Welsh, Andy Hickey uh, were threatening uh, at long periods in the first half, but they really have closed that off. And you know the forwards have stepped up. It was all about Robbie Donnelly in the first half. Now Robbie Donnelly still have one twelve scored, which is a huge return in in sixty sixty one minutes. But uh, uh, Tucker Whelan's uh, Tucker Hanlon's goal and Stephen Donnelly's goal were two very very well worked goals for Thomastown and Thomastown will leave here you now very happy they have their two points you know they're like, like I said Pat they're big they're big all over the field every line of the field they have huge men uh, you know Luke Cannell and uh, Jack Holden you know they're all uh, you know they're all Robbie Donnelly John Donnelly you know the forwards are massive Eddie Donnelly Brian Staunton started that wing back to, tonight and he had a very very good game but uh, a, a good performance from Thomastown after a very slow start but with time up here now it's Dunhamagan 112 Thomastown 316 Thanks Richie so Thomastown on their way there and uh, our Bally Callan home and hose lads <laughs> Looks that way, Pat. We're well into injury time. They lead 118 to 14 points. The only score that's uh, happened since we were away was a brilliant line ball by Billy Ryan, 25 yards out, and he cut it straight over the middle of the crossbar. An excellent score. We're two, a minute and a half, two minutes into injury time now. We thought there might be three. Then more on the attack. Advantage played there. Billy Reid, well forward from his left half back position, plays it across towards Gerald Elbert. He's uh, intercepted by Tom Dunphy, but Elbert wins it back, plays it through. Shane Doherty breaking through from midfield, passed inside to Dean Crook. Dean is bottled up inside, pulled on the ground. Good save by Kieran Hine. And the ball has been picked up there by number seven, who is Richie Keown. Richie makes his way out to the right corner back position. Hand passes to Colin Fenderman way back inside in his own 21, and he drives it down the field, a relieving clearance. But there's nothing there, only Glenmore players. Owen Murphy across the field to uh, Alan Murphy, picks it up, plays it in towards the Glenmore forwards. Picked up there by Dara Hartley. Hartley trying to make his way forward, but he's intercepted by Dara Egan. Gary Egan out to Billy O'Neill and Billy gives it the road all the way down to the far end of the field and Mikey Kerwin catches it in the Glenmore goal he hits it left-handed out to the left-hand side where Shane Murphy is waiting for it Murphy's not going to go short with this one he's going to land it below in the square Alan Murphy and Gerald Edward are under the ball but it's in the Connor Flynn is in there for Greg Valley Callan tenacious defender by all the Greg lads Glenmore have the ball number 21 is Alan Murphy and he hits a one-handed shot going for a goal but it went over over the bar, nothing more than a consolation score at this stage as Greg Bally Callan lead 118 to 15 points. Tenacious defending there, Barry. Absolutely, but they've been at that from today from from the get-go situation. They've been the bosses in that for and, and their own backline. Uh, that you know, Flynn and, and uh, 
And it's all over. That's okay, Kieran. On you go. All over here, Pat. It's Greg Ballycallan who won deservedly on a final scoreline of Greg Ballycallan 118, Glenmore 15 points. Barry gives a quick summation of that half. Yeah, it was 199 at half time, and it was all Greg Ballycallan, Tommy Rohn, and Ryan Carter. What a game he had! Tommy Rohn and Jesse Roberts, Billy Ryan. Uh, Tommy Ronan again that was up to the 10 minutes they were all Greg Bally Callan scored 115 to 10 points Alan Murphy got a 65 January Edward put one over the bar but then Sean Ryan uh, stepped in with a great free in the 15 minutes Corkin got his fourth point Jesse Roberts got another one um, Murphy interrupted that with a, a, a double free as Alan Murphy Owen Murphy got a third free Billy Ryan that line ball Kieran described it Kieran described it to you a brilliant line ball 45 50 yards out in Greg Valley Callan's terms it could be about a mile and a half out by the time the full story is told and then it, Alan Murphy tied it, uh, got a late point for uh, Glenmore 118 to 15 points did, did Greg Valley Callan has deserved to win you can bet your life they did there's no other reason there, I can't offer you any excuses for Glenmore they hurled as well as they were let rather than well, as well as they were able can they be better than that well they had three wins over the, under the belt uh, at the first three games and uh, I think too many people read too much into the fact that they beat uh, the Shamrocks in their first game but as I said I, I won't at the risk of repeating I won't bother but uh, Greg Valley Callan absolutely cock a hoop better hurlers all over great commitment defended well Flynn I thought was terrific uh, Shane Egan Darry Egan was very very good and Stephen Keown and then the half back line Jeff Nary impressed me big time uh, in the middle of the field Billy Rain Billy Rain uh, Billy Ryan was absolutely superb all the way through and then I must take my cap off to the two young lads McAvoy and Ronan McAvoy and Ronan had superb games they're only young kids on the block they're new kids on the block but by hell there's great hurling in them and they're worth their way to go to this great Valley Callan team and of course Billy Ryan I would have to say um, had a superb game Jesse Roberts too Ryan Corcoran got four magnificent points which was all great Valley Callan uh, over to you Kieran. Yeah, that's a good summation of the, what happened here as Greg Valley Callan are delighted with themselves. The back slapping, the head patting is all going on over there, fist pumping the whole lot. Then more just under is going through their warm down. They're very sombre, but a huge win for Greg Valley Callan, Pat. Their second win of this league championship. And we leave you here with the final score. It's Greg Valley Callan, 118, Glenmore. 15 points. Thanks uh, to Kieran and to Barry. We're heading off down south uh, to Carrageen. It's Wine Gap uh, taking on Sleeve Roo and Jimmy Walsh. Well, Pasha, uh, we're five minutes from the end here, and uh, with a half time score of 3 9 for Wine Gap and 0 9 for Sleeve Roo. Uh, at half time, Sleeve Roo brought in Niall Welsh. Great scene back again in goal, and Shane O'Keefe. And um, for the next quarter of an hour, it was every second point. Uh, it was Emmett Landy and uh, Paul Rocket. Paul Rocket, I think, this stage, I think, has uh, 13 points scored for Sleeve Rue with four of them from play. An outstanding performance. Um, it, uh, 13 minutes into the second half, it was um, 3 13 to 13 points. And then uh, Wink got a fourth goal. Killian Enright um, uh, got a good move. He finished it, and that was 4 13 to 13 points. From there on, now it's been even Stephen. It's again been. Uh, Paul Rocker uh, getting all the scores. Uh, Winegap have decided to put in, uh, give some of the lads a run out. Uh, it's a lovely, it's a beautiful evening here at the moment. Uh, the game has kind of settled down uh, for, towards the final whistle, but at the moment it's um, Winegap 414, Sleeve Rue 16 points.
Okay, thanks, Jimmy, and uh, the Fenians and Conaghy Shamrocks, Conor Brennan. Yeah, full time score here, Pat. Uh, Conaghy 221, uh, Fenians 3.13. Getting very lively towards the end, Pat. It was looking like with a quarter an hour to go that Connie were going to um, have a, a, a handy road to victory. But as I said earlier, my last when I was last with you there, Feelings fired back two goals to close the gap to four. And then uh, when you were with me, then Tom Feelings scored what looked like a winning, uh, the crucial score, second goal for Connie to leave it 220 to 213. But then Connor Tobin scored a third goal for Feelings on the, on the cusp of nearly inch of, of full time to narrow the gap to, to four but uh, Connie saw at home with a, a final point great score from James Bergen out on the wing on the run having won the ball across, run across the field and sticking it over the bar to give Connie a five point victory in the end hard fought more hard fought maybe than maybe the, they had thought earlier on but Connie getting the two points the first two points of the league pass winning here in Orlingford 221 to Phoenix 3.13 OK thanks Connor. and uh, we head back down to the top of the table clash Donamagan and Thomastown uh, Richie Power Yes Pat we're, uh, we're actually driving out of the field here Pat and would you believe it uh, cars are getting stuck in the field and I'll just tell you what rain that fell before this game uh, it was absolutely it was like a river going out the field when I was coming into the, the GA grounds but uh, you can stay with me but I say I'm going to go to have to get a push out as well but uh, oh, yeah. the final score here was uh, Thomastown 316 pulling the bit that way Dunham Agan 1-13 uh, Thomastown were the better team Pat the second half you know they took they took the game right from the start to the second half and uh, they got some very very good scores it was all about Robbie Donnelly in the first half you know he, he had he had all the scores bar one and uh, you know he was unerring from threes and, and, and you know a great point from play but you know, the second half was a completely different story. Had John Donnelly starting to roar into the game. And Luke Canellan, you know, he made the second goal. It was an absolutely brilliant goal, I should say. Well, Jack Holden uh, won it um, in the, on the ground, literally on the ground, laid it off to Luke Canellan. And he laid it off to Tucker Hannon and he put it away. It was a very, very well-worked goal. And it was a big score the second half. And then Stephen Donnelly got, the, got their third goal. And... Um, you know, their second goal came from uh, Robbie Donnelly. He finished the game with 12, pa- 1-12, Pat, which is a huge, uh, huge return. But look, at very impressive from Thomson, you'd have to say. Their strength all over the field, you know. And now, conditions are very, very poor, and that's no fault to Tuller or Ross Birkin, uh, because of the of the deluge rain that fell, you know, and it made, it made conditions very difficult. But look, at overall... You know, I think Dunhamagan will be disappointed. You know, their forwards were totally, you know, taken out of the game the second half, and only for Andy Hickey, he was a he was the best forward, like, and he wasn't uh, named to start, but he started a right corner forward, and he had a very good game. I think so he finished with one three. But look at overall, overall, like Thomas, they were the better team and um, convincing winners, three sixteen to one thirteen. Thanks, uh, Richie. Well, it was north against south. Liz Downey against Moonkine in St. John's Park. Tom O'Hanlon, how does that finish? Yeah, finished uh, 118 for Liz Downey, 16 points for Moonkine. A uh, very disappointing uh, night for Moonkine overall, I have to say, from a personal point of view. Um, scoring in particular, forwards, actually only two forwards score. One, one sub came on as well. Uh, pa Welch, our starman, got eight points, ball from freeze. Aaron Quilty two points from play and, and substitute James O'Keefe got a fabulous point from play which was the only point from play in the second half totally dominated dominated by the his downy half back line and all the backs in fairness with his downy seemed to gobble up the high ball all night uh, Richard McAvoy 
very impressive uh, in centre back and Niall Brennan probably starman on show scoring five points from play at a vital time the vital score in the, in the second half that really turned the game uh, totally down his favour was a goal scored by uh, Kevin Sweeney uh, the introduction of Michael Kenny proved uh, inspiration at that stage because he, he took on the unkind defence and seemed to panic set in and from a kind of a breaking ball Kevin swept it to the net that put Liz Downing one sixteen to 11 points ahead and uh, for the remainder of the game it's more or less tit for tat although one kind of the last two scores to embellish the score were a small bit I would have to say I'm, I'm a small bit surprised that there was only five points in it at the end of the day and a totally dominant display from Liz Downing on the night Okay, thanks, Tom. So uh, that's a win there for Liz Downey. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. He was saying about Kill McCowes, like I was asking how their year went last year, and, you know, we can be spoiled in clubs that have had a bit of success. He was saying, you know, they won three out of their group games. Just talking to one of the players yesterday, and they were just saying, you know, back to school today and the championship on the same day, so they weren't too happy about that, but look, they're delighted to be playing the championship. We're trying to track our players, see how they're getting on, trying to prevent injury or Nicky the large part, and again, making sure that the, their school life or hurling life between club and county and school are all banned. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Sure, when we can listen to all the reports on the radio cast, we can sit in the comfort of our home now this evening and we listen to Nicky and we listen to Barry and we listen to all the other lads who give us the reason looking forward to it. It's great to have it. The voice of the black and amber. Community Radio Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. Okay, James Stevens have beaten Aaron's own Castle Comer 24 points to 21. And uh, Greg Ballycallan have beaten Glenmore 118 to 15 points. Thomastown have beaten Dunhamag in 316 to 113. While Conaghy Shamrocks have uh, beaten the Fenians 221 to 313. Liz Downey were winners over Munkine 118 to 16 points. And uh, Wine Gap well on their way to beating uh, Sleeve Rue uh, down there. We'll get a full time on that very shortly. In the meantime, maybe we'll see. Can we get a bit of music going? Don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Or you'll end up where you came from like the rest of us. <laughs> Digging out the deedle door. And don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. No, don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. Don't forget your shoes and socks and shirt and tie and all. Mr. Murphy's afraid you'd make a claim if you take a fall. How's it going? Not too bad. Out the deedle door. Oh, we want to go to heaven, but we're always sticking holes. Oh, we want to go to heaven, but we're always sticking holes. Yeah, we want to go to heaven, but we're always thinking holes. Well, there's one thing you can say, we know where we are going, no. Any chance to start? No? Okay. How the deedle go? And if you want to do it, don't you do it again the wall. If you want to do it, don't you do it again the wall. Never seen a tile in the building side at all. There's a shed up in the corner where they won't see you at all. Oh, make your sandwiches out of the little door. In a cup, Paul will give us a job digging away to one of the skull. 
In a towel and give us a job digging a wet to own a skull. In a towel and give us a job digging a wet to own a skull. And when we're finished digging the claws, the hole and all. Now there's 6,559 paddies over there in London all trying to dig their way back down a skull. And very few of them boys is going to get back at all. I think that's terrible. <laughs> don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Oh, don't forget your shovel if you want to go to work. Or you'll end up where you came from like the rest of us. So, oh, digging, 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 down the deal. Okay, we're digging here all evening and uh, well, the game between Wine Gap and Sleeve Rue is over, Jimmy Walsh. Yeah, it's over here and um, Wine Gap have taken uh, two league points um, by four goals and 16 points to 18 points. Uh, it was a very competitive game. The goals made a difference and um, I suppose it's all on. There's nothing won at this stage of the year. It's on to the next round now in two weeks' time. All right, Jimmy. Thanks for that. Uh, so it's four sixteen to eighteen points uh, win for Wine Gap over Sleeve Rue. We have Liam Kelly O'Rourke uh, coming down the, the 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 mountain or coming down the hill, and we're making contact. Liam, tell us about James Stevens and Aaron's own. Yeah, we've come down off the moon and we've reached civilization once again. Thankfully, we're back into phone territory. 24 points to 21. James Stevens records their second win of the St. Canis's Credit Union Senior Hurling League. When, when you left us, it was just at the start of the second half and they had taken the lead, the village men, at 13 points to 12 through an own goal three. From that point onwards, James Stevens never receded their lead throughout the second 30 minutes and put in an assured performance throughout the half-forward line of Tygo Dwyer and Keane Kenny in pressing and uh, other forwards shipping in as well uh, by the midway mark in the second half it really did hot up Comer hit a, a hot streak between the 40th and 45th minutes uh, points from Connor Cough, Connor Fogarty and Jack Boogie there making it 18-17 um, at that point but James Stevens drove on they never receded that lead Niall Brazel oh, uh, uh, Owen Gilfoyle he scored a couple from freeze as well as play as well uh, all on target uh, James Stevens really assured uh, they did take advantage of some sloppy air and zone uh, played throughout the second half as well and uh, it was all James Stevens in the second half first half different story Aaron's own led for most of it but a, a, an impressive last quarter from the village men saw them in with a uh, fighting chance at half time edging it by 12 points to 11 so a deserved win for James Stevens. they march on uh, Aaron's own will be looking down rather than up as they look down and worry about their relegation hopes and maintaining senior status for 2024 but the full time from Muckley 24 points to 21 James Stevens the victors. Okay, thanks, Liam. And uh, just having trouble uh, making contact with Liam there all evening, Joe. Uh, just the phone coverage uh, was uh, very bitty, and uh, but uh, in fairness, uh, we were getting uh, the texts in all right, but uh, making actual phone contact was uh, was the problem. That's the scoreline there. Thomastown 316, Dunhamagan 113. Greg Ballycallum 118, Glenmore 15 points. James Stevens 24 points, Aaron Zone 21 points. Wine Gap 416, Sleeve Rue 18 points. And uh, Conaghy Shamrocks 221, The Fenians 313. And Liz Downey 118, Moonkind 16 points. So there's your full-time scores on all the games this evening. And uh, just after this evening's results, um, just checking on the 
points table there on, in the St. Callis' Credit Union Senior Hurling League. Glenmore remain now on six points. James Stevens have moved up to five points. And uh, then Greg Ballycallan are on four points. And Aaron Zone are on one point. So that's the way it's developing at the moment. And of course, Bennis Bridge and Shamrocks have to play yet. So both of those are on three points each. And uh, in the other games, the intermediate, well, Thomastown are on full points now. They have eight points, uh, the four straight wins. Dunhamagan had three wins up to tonight, so they're on six points. And uh, the Fenians and Conaghy Shamrocks both have two points. Uh, for, uh, Fenians had their first win last week and uh, Conaghy Shamrocks their first win this week. Moonkine, uh, they have won two and lost two by my reckoning, while Liz Downey are on full points on eight and uh, in the junior wine gap while well, they're uh, fairly well on full points all along the way there uh, they've won all their games as well so that's by my reckoning we cap on the score lines this evening in the senior and it was Greg Ballycallum 118 Glenmore 15 points uh, James Stevens 24 points Aaron Zone 21 at the intermediate grade then Thomastown winning the top of the table clash against Dunhamagan 316 to 113 the Fenians and uh, Conaghy Shamrock scrapping for points and uh, Conaghy Shamrock's got their first points of uh, the league so far as uh, they beat uh, the Fenians 2.21 to 3.13 and uh, Liz Downey maintained their uh, unbeaten run as uh, they beat Moonkine 118 to 16 points an unbeaten run for Wine Gap continued as they beat Sleeve Rue 4.16 to 18 points